Hey, Lurid listeners, welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your favorite sexy librarian, Rose Carraway. Don't forget, you guys, the Kiss Me Quicks is the place to go for excellent, free erotica. It don't get better than that here. Um, yo, the sexy librarian's Dirty 30 anthology is killing it still in Audible. Oh my God, it's still on the bestseller list. Thank you, Lurid listeners, for that. I cannot tell you how great that makes me feel. I, it's like, you know, when the Grinch's heart, not that I'm a Grinch, but when that Grinch's heart swells three times, I, I like, I feel that. <laughs> I actually feel that. It's like, oh. So thank you, Lurid listeners, for all of your guys' support and your fantastic reviews. Um, I've got another one here that I want to read to you guys. This review... I've got like five favorites, so I, don't, I feel bad for saying, oh my God, this was my favorite. But I have another favorite review, so I'm going to read that to you guys now, just to prove how awesome this book is. It starts out, titillizing tales of desire, worth every minute. The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 book is by far my favorite of hers yet. Each piece is read so beautifully and makes you hang on the moment. That's pretty awesome right there. I do strive for that. <laughs> I love the blurbs about the authors as well. And you get to know why these stories were chosen. Started reading them with my wife, and now I can't wait to get home and work on our next story together. And I do mean work. I recommend this to everyone. I've gotten a lot of friends and their wives on it, too and the conversations we have at dinners because of the Sexy Librarian's collections are, well, let's say, lead to some tales of our own. We all love them. That's a pretty goddamn good review. It right is, there. and you know, it's kind of making me think, you know, with this Ashley Madison thing, by the way, there's a lot more swingers in this world than we know about. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I think it's fantastic. Dude, nothing, nothing puts you in the mood like a sexy story. Dude. Let me be a part of that. Let the sexy librarian read you a story to get you in the mood. Pour yourself some wine, some champagne. Hell, celebrate it. Um, thank you, first of all, for that review. Um, I One of the things I want to bring up that this reviewer touched on is the blurbs about the authors. There's a blurb after every story, and it's not the typical resume style. It's a blurb that offers personality about the amazing author that you've just listened to. And nobody else does that. Nobody else has done that. I We want it to be different here at Stupid Fish Productions, and we want it to have fun. And so, you know, being different, stand out, be sexy, have fun, and celebrate it, man. Um, and I felt that the blurbs were the best way to do that, to kind of get that author's personality across to you, the listener, so that you can make a really great choice about who your next favorite erotica author is going to be. Um, it's way more helpful than a resume, a list of titles. You don't know anything about the story. You can Google that information. Let me offer you a little insight as to who this this writer is, why you like their words. I thought it was great. Yeah, it's definitely one of uh, the highlights of the book to me. I love the stories, of course. They're the best. But it, it, I love the candy at the end. You yeah. know, you really, 
helps contextualize what you just heard with mm-hmm. like who this person is. And I think that's really fun. Yeah. You can picture them writing this story. It's fun. Um, and that's what we like to do here at, at the Kiss Me Quicks is have fun. Uh, so when we started this Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 anthology promotion, um, we began with author Malin James. I interviewed her. She actually came to the studio and sat right there across from me. Uh, You guys can catch her interview at the Sexy Librarians blogcast, by the way. Love Um, that interview. It was fabulous. Um, We had a really great time. As always, any conversation I have with Malin is fantastic. Um, And her creative writing is just as fantastic. So I encourage you to get more Malin James. Just go to malinjames.com and get all the erotica that you want, including some sex and culture blog stuff that she does. So she's really, really good. She's a superstar in the making. Go get Malin James. In the meantime, I've got a fabulous story written by her just for the Lurid listeners. You know, I have to say it's pretty cool to have a writer actually create a story just for this podcast. Um, Thank you, Malin, for doing that. Uh, I love narrating her words. Big Daddy loves putting music to it. Um, she's, she's, She's got a lot of heart and soul in her stories each and every freaking time. And um, it's a ton of fun to put her work uh, out there for you guys. So I do hope you enjoy today's episode. It is titled, wait for it, A Girl's Guide to Her First Orgy. You still didn't touch on yourself. <laughs> I, I touch myself. <laughs> I know, it's not, I always say it's not about me. Um, should I? Uh, when you consider Before that literally every best-selling or best-listened-to story on iTunes is a Rose Carraway okay. story, <laughs> it's probably something we should hit on more regular basis. Um, okay, so I don't normally do this, um, or at least I do it very infrequently. I never pimp myself. What does that make one? A person who pimps themselves? <laughs> An agentless person? <laughs> you can't be a pimp and a prostitute, too. <laughs> I'm my own prostitute. <laughs> um, I just want to let you guys know, I also have uh, a story that is in The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30. Uh, it's the very last story, um, and it's kind of a little bit based on, yeah, a little bit of Big Daddy and myself. So I, I, if for any other reason, <laughs> you might get a little insight to, to a little bit of our relationship. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> our oceans run deep. Uh, they do, yeah. I would say there's many fish in our oceans, but that might be, that might be gross or inaccurate. I don't know. (laughs) Not a lot of fish in our oceans. We're just two soulmate whales. (laughs) (laughs) Whales. Wait a second. (laughs) So if you were to describe yourself as a whale, which species would you be? Oh, well, you know, the big one. What's the big one? (laughs) They're all big, babe. (laughs) Oh, a really big one. The gray whale? Yes. The biggest? Oh, yeah. the big? I'm definitely okay. a gray whale. <laughs> you know, they have big penises, right? So I can see why you would choose that <laughs> Me? Hmm. What whale would I be? You're a killer. A killer? I think you're right. I you're would be the wolf of the whales. Yes. The killer whale. Yes. Very good. Okay, so... <laughs> 
Well, that was a weird conversation. <laughs> Moving along. If you want more conversations like this, go to the Sexy Librarian's blogcast. We do it all the time Amen there. To that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, without further ado, it is with great pleasure that I present to you another story written by the wonderfully talented Malin James, titled A Girl's Guide to Her First Orgy. Eve had always wanted to go to an orgy, or have a threesome, at the very least. It was a secret she'd kept to herself, not because she was ashamed of it, but because the people she knew were not orgy people. They were missionary once a week with a blowjob for birthdays people. At least, that's what her ex, Jack, was. Eve studied her lips and applied a deep, deliberate red. She didn't want to think about Jack. He wasn't her problem, not anymore. Her problem was that she'd just spent five years in a dead-end relationship, and it was time to branch out. That's why she'd accepted Simone's invitation without a second thought. She'd been friendly with Simone in college, though they hadn't hung out much. Simone ate sushi and smoked cloves and drank bourbon like it was 1945, and she made it all look natural, like there was no other way to be. Her cat's eyes, black hair, and plummy, dark lips didn't hurt either. So, when Simone had found her on Facebook, Eve had been intrigued. When she'd invited her to the party, Eve had answered, yes. She also might have blushed. Still, five years with Jack had taken their toll, so she asked her best friend, Valerie, to come. Honey, are you sure you want to go? Valerie asked, as Eve closed and locked the door. I mean, Simone was always... What, Val? Eve asked, keeping her voice light. Simone was always what? I don't know, kind of weird? And totally easy. I heard she's living with two guys now. She's probably planning an orgy. Eve's stomach flipped, but she ignored it. Well, I guess it's a good thing you brought Dex then. Very funny, Eve, Val said, pursing her lips like a cartoon librarian. Dex was Valerie's on-again, off-again guy. At the moment, they were on, but who knew how long that would last. Look, all I'm trying to say is that it might not be the kind of party you're expecting. I don't know what I'm expecting, Val. That's the point. Maybe it would be better if I go by myself. No way, honey. I'm not letting you go alone. Val, it's just a party. I'm not going to the Andes. Then why did you ask me to come? Eve felt her shoulders sag. Okay, fine. You're right. I'm nervous. But I feel like this is important. Can we just go and have fun and not worry too much? Okay, Val said, obviously worried. But the second you want to leave, we'll go. 
I know Jack still hurts, honey. You should take it slow. Eve didn't respond. Her breakup with Jack did not still hurt. But Val insisted that it did. Val thought she was in denial, and maybe she was. But she'd take denial over being with Jack, the man who thought it was slutty that she wanted to kiss in public. Neither Eve nor Val said any more as they walked down the driveway to Dexter's car. Hey, Eve, Dex said, climbing out and coming around to hug her. You look hot. Dex, don't be a pig. Dex rolled his eyes and unlocked the doors. Jesus, Val, she does. Look at her. She looks fucking amazing. And so do you, baby. Val slapped Dex on the arm and buckled her seatbelt. Whatever, let's just get this over with. Dex caught Eve's eye in the rearview mirror and winked. She smiled. It was hard not to smile at Dex. Besides, he'd just said that she looked fucking hot, and no one had ever told Eve she looked fucking hot before. Eve crossed her legs and wondered if she did. She tried to, anyway. The red lipstick was a change for the better, and she'd gotten her first Brazilian. Not that she expected anyone to see it. But having so much skin exposed was a turn-on all by itself. She spent the entire drive crossing and uncrossing her legs. lived downtown, so it took a while to get there. The address Simone had given her was in an exclusive part of the city. Exclusive did not prepare them for the house at the top of the hill. Damn, Dex said as he pulled into the wide, circular driveway. Eve stared out the window. The house was a mansion, the kind where Colonel Mustard kills a guy with a wrench in the ballroom. In fact, the house wasn't really a house at all. It was a statement, and the statement involved lots of money and even more privacy. Come on, ladies, Dex said, opening his door. Let's check this mausoleum out. Eve got out and tugged her skirt, suddenly afraid she was overdressed or underdressed. Rich people were funny. She couldn't tell which would be worse. The night was so thick and quiet, the city might as well have disappeared. Eve cringed. Her heels sounded like gunshots as she clacked up the walk. They must have been even louder than she thought because a man opened the door before they had a chance to knock. Hello. You must be Eve. Simone told us all about you. Eve stared. The man who had opened the door was beautiful in a way that real people weren't. Devilish smile, chiseled jaw, romance novel face. And she wondered, briefly, if he was computer-generated. But his hands were warm as he helped her slip her jacket off, and the curl of awareness that shivered over her skin was definitely real. I'm Ben, the gorgeous man said. I'm Eve, she replied, but I guess you already know that. Ben took the hand she offered him and circled her palm with his thumb. 
Eve flushed and drew her hand back before tucking it under her arm. Ben smiled, holding her gaze. Good to meet you, Eve. Who did you bring? This is Dex, she said, stepping aside, and my best friend Valerie. Valerie crossed her arms. Hey, Dex said, thanks for having us. Nice place. Thanks, Ben said. Come on in. Feeling like she'd stepped onto the set of a movie, Eve followed Ben across the marble foyer while Dex and Valerie fell in behind her. Where are the other guests? Valerie asked. Downstairs, around... Honestly, I'm not sure. We're pretty relaxed about parties. Ben led them past a massive central staircase to what could only be called a drawing room. Logs burned in the green marble fireplace, and it was scattered with low, heavy couches and oriental rugs. It looked like a Victorian hellfire club, completely civilized, but somehow not. Suddenly, Eve was very happy to have gotten the Brazilian. If nothing else, being hyper-aware of her pussy took her mind off her nerves. "'Where's Simone?' she asked, stumbling over a rug. Ben caught her arm and steadied her. "'She'll be right down,' he murmured. Eve tried not to melt as his caramel voice drifted over her skin. Too soon, he let her go. "'Can I get you a drink?' he asked. "'Nothing, thanks,' Val said. She was uncomfortable, Eve could tell. Normally, she would have been worried. Val tended to run the show— but for the first time in a long time, Eve put herself first. Sure, she said. What do you have? Ben laughed. If it's got alcohol in it, we've got it. How about wine? Do you like red? Red sounds good. How about you, Dex? Want anything? Yeah, Dex said. A beer. Whatever you've got. Eve glanced over at Dexter. He was looking at Ben the way he usually looked at Val. He caught Eve staring and blushed. That was very not Dex. Sure thing, Ben said, ignoring the awkwardness. Make yourselves at home. Eve watched Ben disappear through a wood-paneled door off to the side of the room. So, she said, what do you think? Valerie shrugged. She looked annoyed. Dex, on the other hand, had pulled himself together and was looking at the paintings that cluttered the walls. There's some amazing stuff in here. There is, a low feminine voice said. Ben's family collects. Eve looked up as Simone came in. Suddenly, it didn't feel like a movie set. It felt like a real place. She was wearing narrow little pants, a white blouse, and no shoes. Except for her long hair, she looked like Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction. The minute she saw Eve, she broke into a grin. Eve, you came, she said, kissing Eve's cheek. Eve inhaled. She'd forgotten how good Simone smelled, like expensive hotels and sex.
And you brought Valerie. Nice to see you again, Val. Valerie nodded. You too, Simone. Simone turned to Dex, ignoring the flatness in Valerie's voice. You must be Dexter, she said, holding out her hand. He took it gently. You can call me Dex. It's nice to meet you, Simone. Who needs a drink? I've got booze. Eve turned as a man they hadn't met yet pushed a portable bar through the wood-paneled door. He was shorter and not as handsome as Ben, but by human standards, he was still better looking than almost everyone Eve knew. Plus, there was something about him, a magnetism that made his irregular features sexy rather than rough. Tom, there you are, Simone said. Everything okay? Yep, Angie and Kyle are downstairs with Melissa. They might come up later. Ben's giving them a hand, so I got drinks duty. The way Tom said giving them a hand left a lot to the imagination. But he bent and kissed Simone before Eve could wonder about it. Simone kissed him back with so much casual passion that Valerie looked away. Eve, however, did not. She was too wrapped up in the realization that watching them really turned her on. The kiss went on for ages, and the more Eve watched, the slicker her pussy got. Finally, Tom broke it off and headed to the bar. You must be Eve, he said, pouring a glass of deep red wine. I'm Tom. Simone's told us a lot about you. Really, she said. Ben had said the same thing. She was starting to wonder what Simone had told them about her. Yep, Tom said holding her gaze. All good things, though, believe me. Eve blushed and took the glass. What about you, he said, handing Dexter a beer. Who are you and what are you in for? That's Dex, Simone said, drawing Eve across the room. Warily, Valerie took Dex's hand. Good to meet you, Dex, Tom said, flopping on a couch. Great name. Who's your girlfriend? I'm not his girlfriend, Val cut in. We're just fucking. Yeah, I get it. You're a lucky man, Dex. Tom's face was so deadpan, it was impossible to tell if he was being serious or not. Eve shrugged an apology to Val. Then she perched on a love seat and tried not to tug at her skirt. Simone sat down beside her, a little closer than necessary. Eve didn't mind. So, Eve, Tom said pouring himself a bourbon before stashing the bottle by the couch. Now that we've all officially met, is there anything you wouldn't do? I'm sorry, what? Is there anything you wouldn't do? Eve was about to respond when Valerie jumped in. Don't you think that's kind of personal? Sorry, Valerie, Simone said, taking Eve's hand and linking their fingers. You'll have to excuse Tom. It's a kind of icebreaker he likes to ask when he meets new people. It's okay, Val, Eve said. She took a sip of wine and tried to collect her thoughts. The wine was incredible, tart and rich and warm. She could practically feel it loosening her tongue. I don't know, she finally said. I haven't done much, but I'd like to think I'd try anything once. Tom cocked his head and smiled for the first time. That's a good answer, Eve. 
What about you, he said, turning to Val. Anything you wouldn't do? Dex laughed. Good luck, man, he said, pulling Valerie into his lap. Val's a very private person. You'll have to pry it out of her. Screw you, Dex, she said. That's interesting, Tom said, and all the more satisfying when the lady volunteers. He smiled, and Valerie turned bright red. Eve watched, curious. There sure was a lot of blushing going on. Simone squeezed Eve's hand, a light pressure on her palm. It was a sweet, intimate gesture, as if they'd been holding hands for years. The conversation hit a natural lull when Ben strolled in, sipping a tiny glassful of something bright green. Hey, all. What'd I miss? Ben asked. Hey, handsome, Tom said, managing to sound more masculine than the realest of real men. Kids okay down there? Yep, Ben said. They're all playing nicely, thank Christ. Ben folded himself up in an armchair and drained his glass. So, how's it going here? Have you started 20 questions? Simone grinned. Tom's having his usual effect. I think Valerie's ready to deck him. What? No, I'm not. Tom laughed. Sure you are, but that's okay. I bring that out in people. Eve watched her suspicious best friend squirm out of Dex's lap and sandwich herself next to Tom. Really, Valerie said. I'm not. Here, Val, Tom said, taking her hand. Can I call you Val? Have the rest of my drink. Why? Because you've been eyeing the booze since I rolled it in. If you drink from my glass, you know it's not drugged, he said with a wink. Valerie melted like a virgin at prom. Tom handed her the glass and took a pull straight from the bottle. So, Eve said. So, Simone repeated, playing with Eve's hand. So, Ben said, watching them. Eve, have you ever kissed a girl? Simone shot him a look. What? We can either get this thing rolling or we can wait all night while you two hold hands. Eve should have been mortified, but she felt weirdly calm. Simone's hand tightened on hers. That little reflexive squeeze gave Eve the nudge she needed. No, I haven't kissed a girl, but I'd like to. Eve, really? Valerie looked at her, totally shocked. Dex grinned. He didn't look surprised at all. Come on, Val. You didn't see that coming? Hey, Simone, Tom said, grinning. How about you take Eve on a tour of the house or something? Tom? What? You're pushing. Yes, Simone, I am. Tom and Simone stared at each other while Ben smirked in his chair. Finally, Simone turned to Eve. Eve... Would you like a tour of the house? Yes, Eve said. I would. Val started to get up, but Dex gently pushed her back. Eve gave Val a reassuring look and followed Simone.
When they got out into the foyer, Simone took Eve's hand. Pulling her gently, Simone led her past the central staircase to the other side of the house. Neither of them said anything, but the silence between them was good, thick and sweet, and full of anticipation. This is my favorite place in the house, Simone said, leading her into a little octagonal room. It was a conservatory complete with glass ceilings and walls that were dripping with vines and flowers. Despite the chilly night, the little room felt rich and warm, or maybe, Eve thought, it was just being with Simone. What do you think? Simone asked, looking up at Eve. From the look on her face, Eve knew she wasn't talking about the room. Eve's nipples hardened. She didn't know what she thought. All she knew was she wanted Simone. But before she could say anything, Simone leaned in and brushed Eve's lips with hers. It was like kissing in the movies, slow and sweet and easy. Simone's lips were soft and responsive in a way that Jack's had never been, as if they were naturally in sync, tongues touching, teeth grazing, skin on soft skin. Eve wanted to kiss her forever. She never wanted to stop. You taste really good, Simone whispered against her mouth. I always wondered. So did I, Eve said, taking Simone's plump bottom lip between her teeth. They swayed together, dancing a small invisible waltz as Simone held Eve and Eve held Simone. Despite her pixie frame, Simone's strength vibrated against her, as if she had more energy than her body could contain. Eve pulled her closer, desperate to feel more. Eve had known there was passion in her, but Jack had never tapped it. There, in the little greenhouse, for the first time in her life, Eve desperately wanted to fuck. Eve let her hand drift down Simone's back to her waist as Simone cupped her breast. You're so lush, Eve, she murmured. How does anyone keep their hands off you? Eve pushed her breasts into Simone's tiny hands. I don't know. Just don't stop touching me. Deal, Simone said. Then she kissed Eve again, harder this time, with more need and tooth and edge. Is there anywhere? Yes, back here. Simone pulled Eve close and drew her deeper into the room until they found a wicker love seat behind some potted palms. There was barely enough room for both of them, but neither of them cared, especially when Simone slid to her knees on the ground. What are you doing? Eve asked. She could barely hear herself over the pounding in her ears. I want to go down on you, Simone said, gently parting Eve's legs. I'm dying to go down on you. Eve froze. Jack had only gone down on her once, and it had been so awkward and embarrassing that she hadn't come. He'd been so put out that she'd ended up apologizing for the rest of the night. Simone must have felt her tense because she fit herself between Eve's legs and kissed her softly on the mouth. Hey, it's okay, 
I don't have to. No, Eve said. It's not that. I just don't know if I can come. Simone smiled and kissed her again. Don't worry, she said. I just want to taste you. I'm dying to taste you. It won't hurt my feelings if you don't come. Really? Really. Just lie back and let me get my mouth on your pretty cunt, okay? A thrill shot through Eve's belly. Okay, she whispered, lying back. Simone's cool fingertips slid up her thighs and hooked around her thin, lace panties before drawing them down. Eve raised her hips, shocked at how wet and swollen she felt. You're soaked, Simone murmured, nuzzling her thigh. So pink and wet. I could lick you up like candy. Eve was about to say something, but then Simone's mouth drifted over her cunt. Whatever thoughts she had got lost between her legs. Eve bucked and sighed. Soft mouth, soft lips, sucking at her. She could almost feel Simone smiling. Gently, Simone nudged the hood of Eve's clit back and stroked it with the tip of her tongue. Then she moved to her pussy, kissing it as if she were kissing Eve's mouth. Eve moaned and opened her leg so Simone could dip her hot little tongue in and out of her slit. Eve started pulling at the buttons of her shirt and squeezing her own breasts as she spread her legs even wider. She'd never felt so good. Her body had never felt so entirely hers. Simone slid two fingers into Eve's cunt and gently sucked her clit while Eve moaned and pushed against her. An ache that bordered on pain pulsed inside her. She began to squirm, desperate for relief. Simone slid in a third and curled her fingers so she could stroke Eve deep inside. It was exactly what Eve needed. Her hips snapped back and forth, but Simone stayed with her, stroking deeper, licking and sucking harder with her sweet, hot mouth. Suddenly, Eve jerked and arched her back. Oh, my fucking God, she cried. Simone fed her orgasm, stroking and fueling it until she came a second time, right on the heels of the first. Eve whimpered as her body clutched and spasmed. She was panting so hard she could barely breathe. Slowly, Simone withdrew her fingers, but kept her mouth on Eve's cunt, kissing and suckling until Eve finally relaxed. Wow, Simone whispered, looking up at her with bright, happy eyes. You are gorgeous when you come. Eve blushed. I've never come like that. Well, Simone said, biting her lip. I want to make you come some more. I'd like that, Eve said, smiling shyly. I'd like to make you come too. You will, Simone said, standing up and holding out her hand. I guarantee you will. Eve took Simone's hand and followed her out of the conservatory without bothering to rebutton her shirt. 
Her pussy felt alive and slick as her skirt swung breezily over her naked ass. Simone had her panties in her other hand. At the entrance to the drawing room, they both stopped short. Wow, that was fast. It took Eve a second to process what Simone had said, but when she did, her mouth dropped open. Valerie was naked, kneeling on the floor and sucking Tom's cock while he kissed some guy Eve hadn't met. Ben was fucking Dex like a porn star in front of the fireplace, while Dex ate out a woman with the biggest tits Eve had ever seen. Off to the side, a very beautiful, very androgynous woman was putting on a strap-on and eyeing Valerie with undisguised lust. Eve, Simone said, kissing Eve's hand. Have you ever been to an orgy? No, Eve replied. But I'll try anything once. you sexy lurid listeners that was malin james's a girl's guide to her first orgy if you want more malin james i know you do i know you do head over to malinjames.com she's in amazon she's been in many many anthologies including the sexy librarian's dirty 30 volume one she's got two stories in there you guys you will love them. Um, let's see. She's also on Facebook and Twitter, just like me. Facebook and Twitter. If you want more sexy stories, subscribe to this podcast, The Kiss Me Quicks. And if you want more awesome erotica author interviews or more fun conversations with me and Big Daddy, subscribe to The Sexy Librarian's blogcast in iTunes. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to mention there is a call for submissions on that. There is a sexy call for submissions inspired by you, lurid listeners. Oh, man, the big topic, the hot topic, the most desired topic is cuckolding. And I've got a call out. I've already gotten loads and I I feel you said loads. loads. I have gotten loads of um, submissions. Um, So, yeah, this is I I might put it into two books. Are we saying that? Why not? Uh, yeah. I mean, by all indications, folks, yeah, you better bring it. Do we want to give that away? If you want to get into it, you better bring it because the competition is fierce already. I do encourage you. In fact, I am begging you. Please, please, please read the call. Just read it. Just read it once and then read it again. Be sure that you understand what is being asked for. It's so simple. It's ridiculous. But there have been a couple of people who are still... Um, not quite getting it. So (laughs) as an editor who has to read hundreds of stories and pick the best ones, I encourage you, if you want your words to be written, read 
ridden. <laughs> I'll ride them. <laughs> There's that detachment happening again. Um, please read the specifics. Read what I'm asking for. I am asking for these things for a reason because this is what people want. So get on that call if you're a writer. Um, and uh, if you do have a question, of course, email me at here's the title. And I made it the email. It's so cool. Ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> okay. It's called Tonight She's Yours. That's a badass title, if it I do really say is. so ourselves. <laughs> it's the best title. Yeah. For a cuckolding. Ugh. And Big Daddy did the cover art for it, which is pretty tits. So thank you, Big Daddy. It doesn't actually have tits? It doesn't. No. It's, but it is tits. It is. Yeah. You had fun with it. I had fun with it. It was, it was like, that's the image. And I had that same gut feeling with Dirty 30, the, the chick in the Agreed. chair. Uh, this one, I also had it. Um, so... Get on that call for submission tonight. She's yours. If you go to my website, thekissmequicks.com, click on my resources tab, there will be a menu there for calls for submission. And um, just click on it and it'll pop right up. It's also available at Erwa, E-R-W-A. Or Twitter. Or Twitter. I've been tweeting it a lot. Um, I think that that's it. Uh, you know, if you guys want the Dirty 30 Anthology for free, subscribe to Audible. You can get it. And uh, you can cancel your subscription anytime. If for any reason, you know, grab an audiobook I've narrated. Get it for free. And as always, please, please, we encourage you to leave your sexy reviews, just like the last one that I read, which was fantastic. Thank you, thank you. Um, those reviews do actually help you guys. And, and if you are a subscriber leave some reviews in itunes too yeah i mean we just cracked 200 reviews in itunes yeah. so that's cool um so thank you we read everything we do <laughs> we read everything so yeah. we may not always get back on emails and stuff we're so crazy busy but we read everything yeah so we appreciate all the support leave everyone. us a voicemail that number will be available 202-810-5477 that's 202-810-5477. Which 5477 spells kiss. Kiss. Kisses are good. All right, you guys. Hey, have a super sexy weekend. Love ya. See ya soon. I'd like to thank the following musical artists. Kai Engel and Roulette. The Kiss Me Quicks is produced by Big Daddy Dave Carraway. Stupid fish. The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 Audiobook. Find out why critics are saying, I think this audiobook got my girlfriend pregnant. And, holy fuck, the Dirty 30 was so fucking hot, it made me wish my face was a glory hole. Wait, did I just say that out loud? Um, I mean, it was a really good audiobook. The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30 audiobook. It's literally the best audiobook ever made. Available on iTunes, Amazon, and Audible.